0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee.
1: Just like that, we're already back.
0: I know. I love it, too, because it's almost Christmas.
1: That's true. It's almost Christmas. Yay. About that time.
0: Yes. It is almost Christmas. So for everybody everybody listening to this, it's probably their last day of work before having a few days off. Mm -hmm. Some people might even be off today, finishing up their Christmas presents and- yeah. watching us on YouTube or... That's cool. You know, listening to the podcast.
1: Well, if you guys are home, hopefully you're having a cup of coffee while you're listening yes. to this.
0: Yes, grab a cup of coffee. Yeah. Cheers.
1: We're spilling the coffee.
0: Oh, look at You made us coffee in Christmas mugs. We are in the spirit. Mine says, tis the season. I'm trying
1: to be in the spirit for sure.
0: You know? I think being with me and being part of my family has... You've your Christmas spirit has grown over the yeah, years. Yeah,
1: I, I could say that for sure.
0: I was um, actually thinking about our very first Christmas together, and it wasn't even we weren't even together. I should say we were we had just like dated once or twice. We maybe had one date before mm-hmm. Christmas, uh, but you were my personal trainer at the time. Yes, I was, and. <laughs> you asked me it was on christmas eve and you asked me if i could help you with your christmas shopping i was like huh it's christmas eve like are you kidding and, and you, super last minute, and we went to we went to oakridge and we yes. and we went to hallmark
1: <laughs> we did
0: remember and we just picked out christmas cards and you did gift cards
1: because you're a you're like a pro at Christmas. You're like this is your field of expertise. Like you just know. <laughs> it was good to get your I can be help honest, on it.
0: I was shocked. I just didn't understand. I thought all families were like my family, I guess. I, I was it was kind of like shocking to me. I'm like this guy is doing his Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve? Yeah. And then like I just didn't understand you guys didn't have like traditions, Christmas traditions.
1: Not too much. No, not at all. Not really.
0: at all. Like you did a little something <clears throat> different every year. You, yeah. There wasn't someone's house you always went
1: to. No, right? no.
0: It was.
1: I usually go visit my 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 father, my sister in San Francisco. I always make it a point, you know. Yeah. And yeah. of course, when my mother was still here, I always made it a point to spend time with her yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. Just not. It, that's. But that's not like how time. you guys
1: do it. You guys get all your family together. You do this. What is it called? Chris Kringle? We do a Chris Kringle.
0: We are not doing it this year for yes. the first time in mm-hmm. maybe almost 15 years. I never heard like of that. 15 years. I never heard of that. I was like, what
1: the hell is this Chris Kringle? Remember I was like, what is this? <laughs> you
0: said who the hell is Chris Kringle? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: so I don't know. That was like No. That was different for me to be honest cuz like Christmas was always very special for me.
1: Yeah, you love it a lot.
0: And in reminiscing with stories from my childhood i realized it was my parents that made that christmas magic they they did christmas was magical and they made it that way i think we forget that the magic of christmas is really wrapped up in the traditions and the things that your parents do
1: yes facts
0: you know and like you know my dad you know played santa and he it was really important to him to like have all the toys together and, and, you know, and then, and then I did it for like, I remember my niece, you know, my parents adopted her. I was a teenager mm-hmm. and they were kind of getting, you know, their older parents. They were being parents again, but kind of yes. older. So yes. I kind of did the, I got into doing Santa Claus for her ah. and I have to ask her to be sure, but I believe that I had her believing in Santa until she was like 12.
1: Man, you had her dupe for a long time.
0: I, I, I kid you not, but I, I did big things. Like, I did a lot of things. I remember making noise on the roof and tapping on the wind and doing all kinds of things. Oh, wow. So, hopefully, I helped make Christmas magical for her.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: You know? But Christmas traditions is w- that your parents do, and then I did them, you know, for my kids. Hopefully, yes. I hope that I did. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes as I start to get older, I start to second guess Myself, And I think like of how magical things were for me growing up. And then even as I got older and like my parents, the traditions. And I'm like, am I making enough traditions to make good memories for my kids and my family? I believe so. You think so? Oh, yeah.
1: They get into it too, your kids.
0: Yeah, they to get into To the spirit,
1: family. You know, you've taught them well. They're really into their family. That's important. Because a lot of kids these days are just about me, me, me. And that's it. I, I, I. And I don't feel that way about your kids.
0: I think that my family right now, it's a really tough, like, transitional time. Yes. Very, very difficult. It's been coming for a while, but obviously um, with my... Mom passing away, especially around Christmas, it really puts us in limbo. And then with my dad being ill, but we've always had my all of the holidays have always been very strongly rooted in my parents. Like we all yes. go to my parents' house.
1: And They're then, like the foundation the, of the holidays, right? So
0: <clears throat> it's we're in a transitional time. I would say the transition though started back in 2020 because of the pandemic. Yeah. So the 2020 was weird. We didn't really have nope a Christmas in 2020, and then 2021, my mom was you know, in hospice. Yes. And then this year is the first year without my mom.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And my dad is ill. Yep. So it's so transitional. I think that it's going to take a while before we settle into the new normal.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: I was just talking about that with my brother. And I think he's really, he's worried about it. He's been worried about it for a while. And I think for him, he's sad because he had his kids later in life. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, his kids don't, aren't going to have the same family memories of Christmas that like, my kids have. Because my kids' childhood, luckily, they're so fortunate, they still had the magical Christmas with my parents.
1: Yes. Facts.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's hard. I think he feels a lot of pressure. And I understand that. I have a little less pressure because my kids are not children anymore. So he's literally feels the pressure of all the magic of Christmas is on them. Yep.
1: You know, because my nieces are five. It all starts with the parents, you know, parents make the holidays special. that's that's where it all starts.
0: And that's what I remind him. Like, it's, this is, yeah, you're making it special for them. Even though you don't feel the magic maybe inside anymore, you're making the magic. Yep. You're, you're not feeling it as much because we're sad. Of course. You know, we're sad.
1: You guys miss your mother, you know, your father is is ill, you know, it's a tough time. And this time of year is a tough time on on a lot of people. Christmas.
0: Yeah. I I feel like um I do feel though a little surprised that I I feel cheer. I feel Christmas cheer. You do.
1: I see it. You do. You 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 got a good pep in your step and you've been uh, embracing it, you know, I got to give you that.
0: Yeah, and you know, I kind of feel like Solid. I don't want to feel, not that I feel guilty about it, because I can guarantee, I I promise you, I feel both things. I feel sadness and cheer at the same time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's proof that you can.
1: Yeah. Yes, you can.
0: It's proof that you can. But remember, don't
1: don't feel guilty, because your mother wanted you to keep on the tradition. She She told you.
0: Maybe she's putting this Christmas spirit in me. Yes. Because I'm telling you, that was a conversation we had in the hospital, and she Mm -hmm. said, I don't want to ruin your Christmas spirit she was so concerned about that. She was so mad. She was like almost stomping her feet mad in the hospital going, I can't believe that I like was so sick for so long. And this is when it's going to come to a head. Like before Christmas, I'm so mad. Like she was so mad. The, she wanted it to be after Christmas. Your poor
1: mother was on her deathbed dying. And she was feeling like some type of way. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. wasn't, she wasn't crying about dying. She wasn't crying. She was just, more like inconvenient, feel like she was inconvenienced to you guys. It yeah, does she just
0: felt like the, what, like, Mom's a special, what are the man. chances, you know? I
1: know that it falls on this, right?
0: Yeah. And but you so, can't pick,
1: you can't pick when it's your time to go. You know what I'm saying? You just can't. It's Unfortunately, we can't.
0: I know. She tried and she did as much as she could because she did she, make sure she didn't die on Christmas, even though they told her that, you know, she probably would pass sooner. Yeah. You know, but she yeah. was like, uh-uh, not until after Christmas. Right. That's, that's pretty
1: insane that she held on that long. It's
0: insane. But, um, yeah, cheers. like I feel, I true. cheers again?
1: Again. <laughs> okay. I love my coffee.
0: <laughs> ho, ho, ho over
1: there. So, uh,
0: yeah, so anyways, I, I don't know. I feel like um, as, as down as I could be,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm grateful. Because it's right now is not as bad as last year.
1: No. Not right. even. Just look into the sky. We have sunshine. It's cold, but we have sun, blue skies. Last year, doom and gloom. Yeah, it was we like perfect the for the moon. We
0: were in the in the throes it, of hospice with her and everything. And I feel like, um, you know, even though, hey, by all means, things are not fantastic. I mean, my dad is terminally ill. Yes, he is but he's alive right now.
1: Yes, he is. And
0: he's okay right now. Yes. And I'm grateful for that. And sometimes, I'll be honest, and we have to make this I love Chris- my dad,
1: Christmas as special as we can. But for him. he
0: almost gets annoyed with me that I can have a positive outlook right now. You know what I mean?
1: Because he's in a negative state of mind and he wants you to be there with him and you're trying to show him the positive. Yeah, and
0: I and I always go back to my dad. Today, you're here. You're and here. today, your pain is controlled. Today, you you know you can walk around. Yep. You have your dog.
1: You can eat. We're food. gonna we're
0: gonna get together with family for Christmas. Like I'm looking at the bright side. It doesn't mean that I I'm, I'm not aware that there is a lot to come. Yes. That's very heavy.
1: Yes. Facts.
0: But I am not gonna go there before I have to go no. there. You
1: you you said it best. Because why celebr why not celebrate? But why even? Pretend he's die- dead right now when he hasn't happened. Right, don't, don't and so do I
0: don't want to be in that space yes. yet. It's not denial. I'm not in denial. You can
1: no, you're not in denial. That. You know,
0: I am not in denial. I know that there's a lot to come, but it's there was a time in this journey within a, you know a couple of months ago that I thought we would be with my dad right now where we were with my mom last yeah. year. It was close. So I'm grateful that he is. You know, he's good right now for the holidays. He's going to yes. make it through the holidays. Yes, and, and there was that we didn't know at some point. So, you know, yes. sue me. Sue me for trying to find the silver lining on the darkest day.
1: You have to, though. You got to give him some kind of hope while he's here. I mean, like but just every day, every day's is a win. Him.
0: He, I can't control what his.
1: I know. I know what I'm, I'm
0: saying for myself.
1: Yeah, Yeah. But what you're teaching him is every day. If, when he feels good, is a win. If you're awake, you, you're breathing, it's a win. I know it's hard for him to find any motivation, nothing to look forward to because he's Leo. Yeah. But while you're here, enjoy the food, right. enjoy your dog.
0: And A lot of times when I tell him that, Dad, one day at a time, he kind of goes, okay, like, yeah, you're right, one day at a time. But He that, wants
1: to fight you, but you, you, but you bring him reason. But a
0: couple of days reason. ago, he, he <S laughs> got annoyed. He was in a bad mood. And I said, Dad, one day at a time. He goes, no, but you have to plan. We have to plan for what's to come. And I was like, <clears throat> oh my gosh, dad, you don't think me, the planner, your daughter, the planner has a plan. It doesn't mean I have to swim in the pool of misery. Yeah. I have a plan. I, I have things in place. I know how I'm going to handle it, but you know, it doesn't mean I need to be there m- emotionally yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think so, sometimes he even gets annoyed when I'm when I laugh or something he'll be like
1: it's crazy how that's nothing
0: to laugh about
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy about that statement misery loves company
0: yeah for sure mm-hmm. for sure so anyways I do have some Christmas spirit I actually even would like to one time before Christmas hopefully I was even thinking maybe tonight take a drive to see the Christmas lights because everyone will have the Christmas lights on already oh yeah take maybe a little drive and. See the lights, maybe put the dogs in the car and mm-hmm. drive around if we have if we have time. I have to tell you guys, time blocking has been my life save savior lately. Time block. That is how you the best way for time management is, is time blocking. Really look into it. If you struggle with time management, or if you find yourself saying, I don't have time all the time, or if you find yourself overcommitting and then your things that you come you know, things that you've promised to yourself fall short. Highly recommend time blocking. It yeah. works really, really well. You're good at that. Yeah. It really works. All right. So hot coffee topic. Now we can cheers. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Because we're going to do a hot coffee topic. My coffee is still hot. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Britney Spears.
1: Oh, what's going on with her? I, I saw something a little bit on TMZ. What
0: is going on with her?
1: Is she by posting nude photos on Instagram
0: well no she's been doing that for a long time yeah yeah yeah. post weird I mean not completely nude but you know that's not that's not what I'm talking about what 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 I'm talking about about is it's just her she hasn't been seen in public in a really long time Mm -hmm. like her conservatorship is over she's free she can drive she can do all kinds of things and yet she's nowhere to be found nobody has seen her paparazzi hasn't seen her She's been posting old pictures on Instagram. It doesn't even feel like it's her posting on Instagram. She posts like old pictures and and weird things, even more weird than normal. Wow! And nothing is adding up.
1: You think she's losing it?
0: Well, here's the thing. Can I give you my unpopular opinion on Britney Spears? Even before the whole conservatorship, when everyone was like "Free Britney," I wasn't really for the "Free Britney." I really felt like there is significant reasons why she was under the conservatorship hmm. and i'm not saying that they didn't do anything wrong i don't know i haven't you know i'm not the jury i haven't listened to the case i don't know a lot of the details i'm not saying that they didn't get kind of power hungry and and kind of enjoyed having control of her money but i'm just saying i don't necessarily think that that conservatorship was for nothing i feel like she has severe mental illness.
1: I mean, yeah, she walked in at what? I don't know the, how many years ago she she walked in a hair salon and shaved all her hair off. Oh, yeah, years ago? that
0: was when she had her mental break. But yeah. she's had <clears throat> severe. I she struggles with severe mental illness, and I think everyone just got kind of like, "Oh, free Britney," and and just. I want
1: to stop you right there. I hate when people do it. They're like bandwagoners. They yeah. all come together. Free Britney. Free this, or like. I don't want to blast nobody, but like, let's just say a rapper or somebody gets caught for a serious crime, like murder or something. Free him. Why? What do you mean free him? No, no, it doesn't work. Though. A lot don't work that way. You don't just get a free pass. It's
0: like mob mentality. It
1: is, it is, it is. I hate mob mentality. Yeah. And I like it.
0: And with the whole, that movement, I was never on board with it. I was actually worried for her when she, um, when she was off the conservatorship. I was actually worried because I thought, "Uh uh-oh, what's going to happen with her? Well, what is going to happen? What is happening with her? I don't know. Why is it that all of a sudden she's nowhere to be found? What's her hub yet? Yeah, like he's, it's weird. They're posting weird videos and I don't know. Something is going on. I don't think it's, and the conspiracy theories are just ridiculous. Oh, I can only only imagine what's being said out there. I think she's not alive. Or that she's like CGI, and she was she passed away years ago, and crazy things, man.
1: No, if there was any inkling of that, don't you think the police might show up to do a welfare check if they think she's not alive, or her yeah, family, I, or somebody would I mean, call?
0: Sure, I don't know, but then you know, there's just been a lot of speculation, and I'm just saying I don't think she's well mentally. I think there was reasons why she was, you know, originally put in their conservatorship, and those didn't just go away. Yeah. Um, but I was never, I I always, I was never part of that Free Britney movement. And I was worried for her when you know, it was over.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not it, to
0: say that her that the people that were overseeing it didn't do things wrong or whatever, because I'm sure that- Steal from her? Yeah. Steal some money from her? You know, that's probably partly true as well. But I just always think to myself, there's always two sides to the story.
1: Always. Always. It's never one-sided.
0: So I don't know. That's what, that's what I have to say. So that's my opinion on Britney Spears. I don't know. I was never for the Free Britney Movement. I think that there's something going on mentally, behind the scenes and where will we ever find out i don't know
1: yeah who knows
0: all right so now since we are coming to the end of the year and this is what what is this the time that normally people do what's the generic term that people do january 1st oh my goodness what is it
1: their new year's resolution i'm gonna lose weight resolutions
0: New year's resolutions. God, I've
1: heard that over and over.
0: Well, because new year's resolutions they just don't work because they're not it's just I don't know. They're just like uh thoughts.
1: That's it. They're if you don't like, if you don't put your thoughts into action then they're no good.
0: Yeah, and they're too general. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like they're generic, general new year's yeah. resolutions. Yeah. It should definitely not be only once a year that you check in on your goals, that's for sure. Nope. And years ago, I started implementing a different goal strategy. And when I did that, it definitely changed. Like I feel like I become became started achieving more goals when I started to be more strategic with my goals. Yes. Now I have to say. Although I did do it on a smaller scale this year, I didn't do it what I normally do, which is like the big goals, the, which are the visions, which I'll go over. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. Um, but because it was like last year, I was just trying to survive. Yes. Yeah. So all of that fell by mode. the wayside. And it wasn't my goals that kind of like kept me from falling off, but it was my habits that kept me going. True because i had really strong routines and habits the autopilot kicked in and i stayed on course at least you know on a good trajectory and not falling back and falling off
1: yeah and you uh you kept your discipline up real good going through all that last year that's that's pretty impressive
0: because it's autopilot you know when you when you really dedicate yourself to a healthy lifestyle and you create like really good strong habits and routines it just becomes autopilot
1: yes facts
0: so that you know the habits and routines is what is going to get you to the goals yep you know that so it's kind of like we're talking about it backwards here but the very first thing you need to do and i just talked about this with my clients actually in coaches chat because i'm going to really lean heavily into goals this year with them Because there's certain things that make goals more um, achievable, Mm -hmm. certain strategic things that you can do with goals to make you actually reach the goals. Because I feel like people are so flippant with their goals and they just kind of throw them out there and they kind of assume they're never going to, you know, they're just
1: dreams. You got it. Yeah. You can't just say it and expect things to happen. You got to make it happen. Yeah. Goals. Like like again, I'm going to, I want to lose weight for the new year. I want to get healthy. Okay. That's. Okay, so what's your plan of action yeah. after that? What are you What are you going to implement? What's your implement intentions? What are you going to do to get you there? You're just throwing that out there, saying it to the universe, and hoping, Bing, you're going to wake up one day and be super motivated, energized. No,
0: yeah, no, it, it doesn't, doesn't work that way. You've got to build up to habits. Be strategic. It's yes. kind of like if you you know you if you want to go somewhere, you want to get somewhere. Yep. If you don't have a plan on how you're going to get there. What are the chances that you're actually going to get there? So even think about in everyday life. If I want to go to Hawaii and I just, I want to go to Hawaii. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? Okay. Look into re- book it.
1: Exactly. Book it. Look Could at, book let's, it?
0: let's figure out what dates we want to go. Mm-hmm. How are we going to get there? Okay. We're going to fly. Got to book the airfare. Where are we going to stay? Where are we going to eat when we get there? It's a lot of planning. It is. It's involved. What are you going to pack? What are
1: you going to pack? What's the weather like?
0: If I simply just say, I want to go to Hawaii, it ain't going to happen. And I feel like this is a very common thing. This, if identified in yourself, listen to yourself, catch yourself doing that and slap yourself a little bit. Like, well, that's not enough.
1: Hold yourself accountable. I
0: want to do this. I want to do this. I want to be healthy. I want to live a healthy lifestyle. I want to, you know, too general.
1: I, 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 I want, want, want. Okay.
0: You know, I'm guilty. I'm not saying, I'm not coming at you guys from a place of, I do this perfectly all the time because it takes time. You have to sit down and go, okay, I got to, I got to sit down. I got to plan this out. Yes. You, you know, I, I, I'll give you guys an example because I'm going to do it. I'm going to, this year I'm going to do it. I'm going to get, I'm going to go back to what I normally do because I skipped kind of last year. Didn't mean I didn't set any goals throughout the year. I did, um, but I'm gonna go back to my the way I normally do things, and I'll give you guys an example. So I've been being that person for a while. I wanna, I wanna average ten thousand steps a day. That's a decent goal because it's specific and measurable. Yep. So it is that that is a good goal to have. But okay, that it means nothing if I keep saying I wanna average ten thousand. Okay, well, you got to break that down into actionable mini goals that are going to get you to that goal. How am I going to average 10,000 steps a day? Okay, what do I currently average? About 7,500. What am I going to do every single day that is going to give me an additional 2,500 steps? Take it even further. What routine do I need to implement to to get the 2,500 additional steps? What habit and routines do I already have that are really solid that I can just layer onto that twenty five hundred steps,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and that's what I need to do. That's a goal that's a big goal, a bigger goal. It's gonna take me a while to to average ten thousand steps, and then i'm gonna I break it down into what does that mean, right? What do I need to do in order to achieve that, yes. and then how do I put that into action? in my life in order to actually make it happen. You have to do that for every single goal. So a smart goal, that's what I wanna talk about. I think
1: think this is where people struggle. Mm -hmm. They need to learn. They need to figure out how to to work the system. It's it's just a simple formula. Once you learn it, I'm telling you it does work because I'm going to do that too this year. I'm going to get better about writing down goals, what I want. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with fitness. I'm already ahead of that. I'm saying like just in life where I want to be in life. Everything. I need to do better.
0: All aspects of your life. It works in all aspects. I know it does. So what's a SMART goal? S stands for specific. A lot of people fall short here. I even gave my clients homework in coaches chat ahead of time and they still came to the chat with general goals. They were not specific. General. So I'm helping them set more specific goals. I would say that's the most common thing people do is they just make their goals too general. So number 1 of a smart goal is got to be specific. The M in smart stands for measurable. This is very important. It has to be measurable. You need to be able to track the progress on reaching that goal. Again, this is why it cannot be general. It has to be specific. You can start with a general idea and then ask yourself, how can I make this general idea into something specific and measurable? Yep. Okay. Then it has to be attainable with, you know, it can't be something like... Unrealistic. You know, I want to make my brown eyes blue. Okay. Okay. It has to be attainable. But it it can be aggressive though. Don't sell yourself short because you can adjust goals. Yes. If you see that "Mm, this is a little too aggressive. Um, so I don't I I don't want people to sell themselves short with the attainable part of the A in smart, but you know, don't like completely shoot for the stars. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Some people are unrealistic. Part of after you set the SMART goal is you're going to have to come in and come up with an action plan to get there. And so if you've set your SMART goal into something that's not attainable, action plan is going to be impossible. Yes. Okay. Then the R stands for relevant. It has to be relevant. Okay. It has to make sense in your life. You it know? Does. If you exactly. are, you know, uh, you have three small kids. You're married, you're your school teacher, whatever. Your goal can't be, you know, by the end of the year, I want to retire and move to Fiji. Okay, it's not feasible. You got a family to raise, you got a job, you got a life. It's not an attainable, relevant goal. That's not relevant to your life right now. It's not attainable within the year. And that's what I want you to think about because we're setting these goals for the year. So when you ask yourself if it's attainable, if it's relevant to the year. So take a look at your year, be realistic. And then the T stands for time sensitive. Again, that's boils down to take a look at, can I achieve this within a year? But it has to have a time on it.
1: Yep, it does. You have to
0: have a time. So you can start by setting goals that are general or like think about your like creating a vision board and making it like general things that you want to achieve you know, but then you want to ask yourself the smart questions. Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? Is it relevant? And do I have a time limit on it? Once you have the goals and you could create different ones for different things in your life, your healthy lifestyle, your personal goals, business goals, all the different things. Once you have that, then you have to break it down. You're going to break it all the way down into how you can start working towards that goal right now. What are the things that you need to happen in order to make that goal attainable?
1: True. And you know what's good about this thing, the SMART goals? It just doesn't apply to fitness. This can help you in everyday life. Everything. Everything in business, your career. Because listen, the more driven you are, and fitness and the more you achieve your goals in that it'll put, it'll elevate you in your personal life you'll feel better maybe a relationship with your your spouse your boyfriend girlfriend husband wife will be better better relationship with your kids you'll feel better internally and that'll push you even to go further up the ladder maybe in if you're corporate or if you're entrepreneur whatever the case may be you know mm-hmm. th- these this thing works for life. It does. It's not just for fitness, yeah. but for life. No,
0: for everything. And it trickles. I like it. And, and the way you feel when you start achieving the little goals, the little... When you create the plan... The little wins. When you start to achieve little wins along the way, guess what happens? Your motivation goes up.
1: Yes, it does. You
0: get more motivated. Yep. And, you know, motivation makes it a lot easier to work towards these goals. So way while we easier. don't always have motivation it helps when you have goals. So for example, if somebody just you know says i i just want i want to be more fit as their goal. I that's I want what to be people more fit. will say. That's a common yes. goal. I want to lose weight and i want to be fit. Yep. Those are two different general goals. So they're not really they don't qualify as a smart goal. So i want to lose weight. Let's make it a smart goal. I want to fit into my high school jeans by the end of the year i want them to fit and i want them to fit good that is see the general goal is weight loss you got to lose weight in order to get into the jeans yes but it's a specific goal
1: that's a specific goal
0: it is specific it is measurable it's attainable it's relevant yes and it's time sensitive all those things so okay good now i've got a smart goal now what do you do okay in order to Reach the SMART goal. I've got to lose body fat. I've got to maybe put on some muscle. So what am I going to do in order to achieve that? How am I going to lose body fat? Okay, I'm going to start tracking macros. Step one. You know, I'm going to start implementing more activity in my life. I'm going, you can set a step goal. Step goal. I want to, um, you know, lose Two pounds a month, very specific goals that are all going to get you specific small plan of action Mm -hmm. that are going to get you to the ultimate goal of fitting in that pair of high school jeans.
1: Yep. True.
0: And then you can measure it. You can every once a month try on the jeans, take a picture of how they're looking. Are they starting to look better? Maybe you can pull them up past your thighs now. Then at some point you can button them. Then you can zip them. Then you can put them on, and you know you have a little spillage. Then you have them on, you don't have spillage, and over time, yes, you'll be able to see it, and you'll get motivated. Every time it's a little bit better, fits a little bit better, you're going to get more motivated.
1: It reminds me of the time. That you had, we, I was on keto, you were doing it too, and then you were, every week you were taking progress mm-hmm. pics, and you could see it. You can't see it with the naked eye, but you could that see that it, and niche. you were pointing out to me. Exactly. It kept motivating me to push harder and harder and further and further, So I got to the to my end goal. And man, I fit in jeans that I never thought I'd be able to fit in. I was, probably, I was probably at a high school, I was probably damn near my high school weight. People say that like, oh, I love to be in my high school weight. You could do it. It's just all up here. I'm sorry about that. It's all up here. It's all in the head, you guys. I I swear you can achieve it. People think, no, no, I can't. Yes, you can. It's a different era. We have so much information. You
0: absolutely can.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: yeah, that's a perfect example. So the other thing that makes goals more achievable statistically, this is very important, is if you write it down, you have to write it down. It can't just be in your head. You have to write it down And you have to put it in a place that you can remind yourself that you have set these goals, something that you look at, something that you'll look at in your planner, on your phone, every once in a while, when you kind of lose direction or whatever, you need to look back at your goals and go, Oh my gosh, yes, I set these goals. Like you have to write it down. That's step one. Yeah. Number two, you have to share it with somebody. This is going to help hold you accountable. Yep.
1: Accountability.
0: You cannot, do not try to have secret goals. You know why you have secret goals? Why do you think that people have secret goals? Because they don't want
1: to be called out or held accountable if they fail at what they're doing.
0: Because they want to be able to abort mission if things get too hard and they don't want to have to answer for it.
1: Exactly.
0: You're giving yourself an out. Guess what? You are already failing if this is why you're not sharing your goals.
1: Yep. Already. That's a bad, that's a bad uh, way to start that out. No, bueno.
0: No. And statistically, it increases the odds of you achieving your goal if you share it. Not only if you share it, but if you share it continuously, if you share your progress along the way.
1: Yep. True.
0: So this is why groups like I have, like my my body boot camp, this is why things like being part of this is helpful. Because embedded in a group like this is accountability. Yes, Is check-ins, yes. is sharing goals and yep. participating in the coach's chat and sharing information and how are you doing and being vulnerable. It's part of it. And that's why programs like that are helpful rather than just being on an island by yourself trying to reach a weight loss or a fitness goal.
1: Now, this group you have, do they interact with each other? Or you yeah, just- they do. So it's camar- camaraderie. Camaraderie, camaraderie. Yeah. I said that wrong. Camaraderie is good they too. They
0: feel like they're part of a group. Yes, that's, that's part of you. Just motivation. Feel, yes, yeah. You get motivation mm-hmm. from you do. that. You feel distinct. You feel mm-hmm. like everyone's in this together. Yes, you have this common goal. We're all, f-
1: we're all fighting this battle together, yeah. losing weight or, or getting fit or whatever the case may be. Everybody has different goals, but yes,
0: yeah. And they get motivated from yep. each other, mm-hmm. and
1: it's true.
0: It's helpful. So you need to have that. That's important. I So many times I've had people come to me saying like, oh, um, you know, they join and they're like, oh, this is like, you don't share that I'm part of this group, right? Because I don't want my, I don't want anybody to know until I reach my goal weight, which is fine. That's fine. And I don't share it outside. I don't share, ever share anything of who's a part of my group unless they want me to share it. But when I hear that deep down, I go, oh, that's, you know, something we probably got to work on. Because that's not a good mindset to have
1: Yeah, that you're trying
0: to do it in secret. You need support. Yes. You do need support. You need your family to be on board. Yep. You need peer support. Mm-hmm. You need accountability. That's how we're hardwired as humans. We obvi- oftentimes, you know, we don't, we're not very successful when we just like m- move in silence.
1: Yeah. Well, think about this, not to get too off topic, but what do, te- what do all teams have in common? a coach why because mm-hmm. they need that coach to lead them they need to hold accountable are you showing up to practice are you doing the drills what, what, what are, you, are you keeping yourself healthy you need that. an
0: outside perspective too it's so funny because you need to be that, called that out you say that because, we all need to be called out you know i give a ton of free information on my social media i don't gatekeep what it takes to lose weight yeah but there's no there is no replacement for actually having a coach
1: Mm-mm. having
0: someone a, no and and someone posted on a video that I posted on YouTube, actually, it was a YouTube short I posted about calorie deficit and whatever. And then in the end of that video, I just said, if you need help with macros, you know, I am a macro coach, I can help you. Kind of just like threw in that in my video. Yes. And someone made a snide comment like, oh, let me help you out here. You know, all you need is a calorie deficit. You don't need a quote unquote coach or whatever. Like, I'm like, whatever, dude. Get out of here.
1: You, you know what, dude? If that was the case, then everybody would be successful losing weight. Right. So, sh- shut that up, man.
0: Right. You know, or, or just in general, like you said, right? A professional athlete, they know how to – a quarterback. Quarterback knows on the NFL level how to play football. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Knows Why how to throw the ball. Been doing this as a kid.
0: does the quarterback need a coach if he already knows how to play football? Why does the team need a coach? They need to be held accountable. They need outside perspective. Mm -hmm. They need to, you know, learn new things. Yes. They need to troubleshoot if something is not working.
1: Always adapting.
0: Yes. And if you think, if anyone ever thinks that they know enough, like I know enough, that's so arrogant and you don't. Yeah. I don't know enough. I'm always learning, adapting.
1: Yes. That part. Don't ever want to be closed minded and say, I know it all. I'm almost 50 no we're always learning and evolving that's the beauty we're always new information is always coming Can out you
0: imagine if you had if even if as <clears throat> long as i've been doing this now i've been doing this going on six years coaching if i had that attitude like six years ago what i believe six years ago i am not changing anything and i'm just going to coach exactly the same and i'd be that's where i'd be now six years later and that'd be a a failure
1: yes because you've be evolved failing. you've evolved and you learned have over the years to and evolve yes. as
0: you get new science new data mm-hmm. new studies new information for me it's been a lot more on the learning how to coach the emotional side the behaviors it's all here the behaviors That's it because the, it sounds easy like the guy who, who posted on my video Oh, it's just calorie deficit. Anyone can do it on their own, blah, blah, Anyone
1: blah. Anyone can do it. got to love that generic statement. But they statement. don't. But they don't. Why don't Why? they
0: do it? Because they encounter barriers and yep. they encounter social, you know, barriers. And, Mind and, block. And, yeah, lots of different Social physique, things. anxiety, they feel
1: intimidated to be in the gym setting, like... I feel like everybody's staring at me. That's, not the, that's furthest from the truth. I was a trainer for 25 five, five plus mm-hmm. years. No one, no one is sitting there. The whole gym is not stopping and staring at you. Unless you look like you're doing something foolish or stupid, like you want attention, then maybe. Other than that, no. People are doing their thing. People, for the most part, minding their business, working out.
0: And let me tell you another thing regarding goals. Back, back on the goals situation. A common goal um, is I want to be more fit. Yes. Too general. That is way too general i want to up my game in the gym what does that mean exactly
1: funny that what? i said i said that recently to myself internally but
0: it's too general it is you got to be specific
1: but i know what i need a target what i need to attack to achieve that goal
0: so what what is your specific goal then instead of i just want to up my game in the gym specifically what do you mean
1: specifically i want to be in tip-top shape meaning i can get out and run five miles i can hit the bags for an hour or two okay, those are
0: individual goals see so tip-top shape too general mm. Now like drill down a little further. You wanna what? I wanna run five miles in how many minutes? 50 I want minutes, to yes. I want True. to do pull-ups, sideways pull-ups, mm-hmm. you know, like you yeah. should be.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. You
0: see? You see that even even you, <clears throat> as we're sitting here talking about this and you're still spitting off general goals. Mm. This is why we need to talk about it. Because this is where people are messing up. Yes. <clears throat>
1: and it's your, your, you as a macro coach, fitness motivator, whatever your title is. You're like a, a life coach.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. <coughs> Sorry.
1: You need to educate people. Yes, you're right. Like, look, like, you just showed me looking Like, okay, I see what you're saying. Because you're right. I, I have made small little goals, broke it down. I want to do more pull-ups. Mm-hmm. I want to do, I want to get to be able to do 100 burpees in a day. Little things like that. Exactly.
0: Perfect. See, those are great. We got to write. then what do you got to do then? Write it down. just spout off all those goals. Yes. You got to write them down. Write them down. You got to write them down so that you remember. And then you got to think. And then you got to look at it. Look at all your goals after you have them all written down. And decide which ones you're going to like tackle like right now. Yes. Like which ones am I going to tackle right now? And what do I need to do? What behaviors do I need to implement to get closer to this goal every day? facts and be specific. Yep. Even with my clients, um I told them if you if you're stuck on the general, send me an email. Give me a, let me know what are your general goals and I'll help you I'll help you break it down because you need to be specific. This is where everybody struggles. It's it sounds easier than it is. Yes. But then it's not that easy when you start to think about it like shoot, what does this mean? You know?
1: People don't have the knowledge or the education. They don't know where to start. They're lost. And that's why they need people like yourself, other coaches to guide them. I've Even I've had a coach, you know what I'm saying, all my whole life. Like
0: a common one. I want to get in better shape. No, that's not going to work. For me personally, okay, if that's my general idea, like, yes, I want to be in better shape. For me, I want to be leaner. Still too general. I want to be leaner. Not a, That's not a smart goal. So. I will say I want to be, by the end of the year, 18% body fat. Specific uh-huh. goal.
1: Specific. Number
0: one. Specific goal number two. I want my arms to look defined without flexing. Specific goal. Measurable. Specific.
1: Yes. yes. Attainable. Attainable.
0: Relevant. Right? I'm a fitness yes. person. Mm-hmm. I'm a fitness coach. It's relevant to my life. Yes time sensitive i want to do it by the end of the year i want to come in next year more lean more fit more like walking down the street that girl lifts weights yes
1: i know what you mean okay. mm-hmm.
0: those are all specific so then what do how do i break that down okay how do i re- reduce my body fat percentage okay well i want to preserve muscle and reduce body fat. So what does that mean? I gotta go into some some cuts this year. Not gonna go into a straight cut for an entire year. I need to bake in several, probably three periods of cutting throughout the year to achieve an 18% body fat. Dur- in between those cuts, I have to have structured maintenance, so not like all over the place. Yes. Um, I have to bump up my protein because I want to preserve my muscle during the cut Mm -hmm. and i have to go into a calorie deficit so my cut i I gotta go in one that i'm starting in january i've actually already kind of started to pull back a little bit but officially starting my cut in january probably like about six weeks it's all measurable specific you know what does that mean starting a cut how specific is it well it means my macros are changing my protein's going to get higher my calories are going to drop my cheat days are going to be a little more structured that's what that means very specific
1: yes Get more steps in.
0: Yes. So then those are other goals that are going to help me with those goals. But that's what I mean. Like, I want to up my game. I want to be more fit. Not enough. What does that mean specifically for me? It means lower body fat. Yes. More muscle.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: How do I do that? By incorporating cuts. I didn't cut this year at all. This last year. Happy with the fact that I pretty much maintained um, the entire year. But now my goals changed. Yes. You know, status quo was my goal to make it through this year. Yep. You know, I mean, survive you've had lot, mentally. You've had
1: a lot of obstacles. Yeah, and you could have and listen, I know people have people are baked in with excuses already. They they quit before they even start because they have they have not out. You have several outs to say, you know what? F this. I'm done. Lost your mother, your father's ill. We almost lost him. Thankfully you were able to save him, keep him around for a little while longer. There's been a lot of hurdles. You know, we lost two dogs, mine, yours. It's been a lot of stuff we could have been like, we're done. F this mm-hmm. life quit. Nope. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you 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 maintained and you stay where you're at and you're happy doing it. Yeah. And now you have new goals. Yeah. And that's okay to always switch your goals. You don't always have to stay the same, stagnant.
0: Because yeah. what happens
1: is you get in a rut and it's hard to get out of that rut.
0: And here's the other thing. You know how when I talked about the smart goals, I talk about attainable. If you get to a point when you're working towards the goal, you realize it is not attainable within this time period adjust the goal it is okay to adjust the goal yes because you want to make sure that you put yourself in a position where you are going to feel like you are going to be successful because the brain likes that it likes the rewards it likes hitting the milestones it's a reward system Mm -hmm. and here's another thing that i want you guys to practice that works like a charm for me and i love it once you Settle in on those goals and you're excited. They have to be something that you are excited about. I want you to look at it and go Oh my gosh, I'm gonna feel so good when I achieve that like almost yeah. feel it like feel giddy Yes, feel giddy
1: vision it vision it and vision yeah. it and vision That's what I did imagine what you want your body or how you want to look vision yeah.
0: it. Whatever the goal is like whatever yes. it pertains to if it's if it's you know, yeah. doing a marathon picture yourself crossing the finish line yes picture sharing it with your family yes getting the medal feel mm-hmm. it as if it's happening exactly get excited as if it's already happening mm-hmm. that's a really important thing and if it's a goal that doesn't make you excited it's the wrong goal it's the wrong goal you True. go back to the drawing board yeah you have to look at it and think oh my gosh, when I reach this, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so happy. You have to be like a little kid about it. Like, I am going to be so excited.
1: <clears throat> Say it again. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm going to be so that? excited. But no, you're right, though. You're right. If it doesn't make you excited or challenging enough, you need challenges. We all need to challenge ourselves. Believe me, it's really good to challenge yourself.
0: Yeah. When you're more strategic, you get a lot farther.
1: Yes. You do. You're right.
0: And you get a lot farther than you ever thought possible because when you add, when you're working towards something constantly, man, even the little progress over time, it's significant.
1: I know. It's kind of like that analogy. You always say like all of us are ripped or in shape, but we're covered by body fat.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like a roll of tissue paper or toilet paper. It's big roll over time the little layers start coming off. Yeah,
0: and if you take off one piece of perforated toilet paper, the roll looks exactly the same to yes. the naked eye. Yes. But it's not the same. Nope. This is where people shoot themselves in the foot too. Expectations are not managed properly. Facts. They think they're they are going to see incredible results. With their naked eye after a short period of time. Because it feels like they're doing a lot of work, but they don't see it yet. It's kind of like you have a little bit of blind faith at first. Yes, true. But trust me, that little piece of toilet paper, over time, if you need to take one piece at a time, eventually the roll looks smaller. Yep. And eventually it's empty and you have to replace the roll. Mm-hmm. But it was, one, it was so small, so minute. That it didn't feel that way for quite a while and only then when you can actually see it do you then start believing it and it increases your motivation that's why it's really important for your goals to be measurable
1: true you don't want to go on unless blind and not have like a game plan it's always about a game plan to me you know
0: well you have to have a plan you
1: do you can't wing it like no. i said when when I was on keto and we we're monitoring my progress, man, I was I stuck to the plan. And it, every week I was seeing a difference.
0: Yeah. And I would show you, I remember. You would. Because it's like little nuances. Can't that see it in the naked eye. eye you don't see. It. And I'm like, but wait a minute, you see the distance from your elbow to your waist. See how that gap is bigger now. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh my gosh, I do see it. I'm like, your waist is coming in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's little things that I see because I do this. I look at, progress pictures every day of my life. Thousands of clients. I look for little things. I look for the distance from the arm to the, to the waistline and the, the, the fat that's accumulating under the bra strap and different things, you know, the line, like if you have like back fat and you see a line where the back fat is, the line will shrink or like the lines under the butt. If someone's in a bathing suit, I can see like at first, like it's, the line goes all the way across and then as their body fat dwindles and their their muscle mass increases the line gets smaller it's very measurable to yes. me yes but it isn't always to other people and they look and they Course. go oh, i look exactly the same mm-hmm. but that's you know that's where that's where i come in i'm like no you look good you're progressing i see it it's almost I see like that loss. it's
1: almost like you learned this from your coach remember he he, he same thing he would look at us visually. Like, damn, what does he see? Yeah. But he had that eye. He could notice if you're making progress or not.
0: Yeah, he know, you know he that when, I, when I did that, that was 10 years ago now.
1: 10 years ago already? hmm Wow.
0: It was 10 years ago. And guess what? It was, that was the turning point of my life. And I know I talked about this before. So for those of you who think, oh, I don't need a coach. I had a personal trainer as a husband. I still needed a coach. Yep. An outside person. Yes. I needed that, and it changed my life.
1: Because he's going to crack the whip on you. You're going to take him more seriously than you would me. Yeah,
0: and that's what I hope I'm doing for people. I want to be that person to change their life. That's what Fact. I want. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: but you know what was interesting about him? Never weighed in. I never weighed myself one time when he was my coach. What? I weighed myself for me, but he didn't ask for my weights. He just wanted to look at me. He got to see me in person. And it's he, like, I don't need your weight. I don't care what the scale says. I'm seeing, got a little, you know, a little fat here. He got it still working on here. This looks good. That looks good. It's all he needed.
1: Dude, it's almost like he's like not even a coach. It's almost like he's a body sculptor. Like he knows how to sculpt you guys. Like he's just, he's a maestro. Like, okay, we need yeah. to trim off here. We need to do this. Like that's a skill right yeah. there, man, that you can't, it's hard to learn that he skill. He didn't
0: even care about my weight. And like, and I was, and I did the work. So it was like, I, I, when you do the work, you get excited for your check-ins Yes, and I let the check-ins be my motivation to stay on track. So I'm like, oh no, but I I love check-in day. I love to be able to compare my pictures. I love that because I know I'm going to see progress because I'm not cheating myself. I'm doing the work. Yeah. Get to that point don't dread when I send you a text message that says it's time to check in. You should be excited to do that because you're doing the work. And if you are not doing the work or you're thinking about not doing the work, ask yourself like, Ooh, I'm going to put this down right now because I want to be happy on check-in day. You know, do the work. Listen, my plans are, they're flexible. Like I, if you guys, you guys got to The things I have my clients doing, I wish when I was back then 10 years ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Or when I I was a personal trainer. I wish I knew the
1: system. 10
0: almonds was on my meal plan. Okay. That was the only fun thing I had was 10 freaking almonds. So when I tell you you can have a Magnum mini ice cream bar, I think that you should be able to stay on track.
1: Yeah. That's pretty amazing you could do that because, like I said, back in the day, it was so, almost so generic: tilapia, steak, avocado, sweet potatoes—the usual, you know.
0: Yeah, you do not have broccoli. To eat like that.
1: You no. don't listen. You're because not because that's not sustainable, be... right? That's no, not realistic. It's not.
0: it's not even sustainable for the people that do it, and they don't do it forever. No, that's the other thing. And no. that, wh- no. what were we talking about? Like, it's only for competition. It's a purposes. well-known secret in the fitness world that competitors. They will bank tons of content while tons. they are prepping because they're at their leanest and they look their best. They'll do a bunch of photo shoots. They will do lots of content. And then after their show, they just post up that content. So you're, the perception is that, wow, they're lean year round. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. They are... Mm-mm. I'm not saying everybody, no, but yeah. a good amount of people. And I know specific people that are known for doing this. I used to get all of the inside scoop from from my coach. And I would be like, no way. Like I had no idea. I'm like, I thought that person was super lean all the time. He goes, oh no, she struggles actually. They go into like, they hibernate, eat till the cows come home and they do not reemerge until they go back into prep and have leaned out somewhat. Yes, And- all the time in between that, they're posting content that they banked while they were lean. Yes. So the perception to us is, wow, they live this lifestyle where they're like lean year round and they're really tricky. They'll they'll post sometimes the yummy food that they're eating. So they'll post the pizza. They'll post the ice cream. But then the photos that they post are old, not the pizza, ice cream eating, Krispy Kreme eating bodies. Yeah. It's the, you know. Yeah. Facts. That's what's happening. Yep.
1: That, she guys get, She gave you guys an inside little yeah, tip. Yeah, that, that is secret. what's happening.
0: Because what, that's not sustainable to be that stage level lean all the time. And people are, you know, hiding behind edited photos and everything like that. Anyways, guys, you know, we always have to give you a little bit of behind the scenes juice on A little this, bit of juice. On this podcast. So yes. hopefully... You guys took something away from this. I really want you to not make some generic New Year's resolutions this year. Make some smart goals. And let's actually do some damage to those goals this year. Let's do it
1: all together. Let's, let's all do kill it. it.
0: I I'm going to do it this year. And listen, I have a I know I have a tough year ahead of me, but I'm not going to let that stop me from making goals. And working towards them anyway because that's life and if you think you're ever going to have the perfect year with no illness in your family and no problems and no tragedy and only then and only that time will you make goals and work towards them you're never going to achieve anything you have to do it despite that
1: yes you do
0: you have to still do it because that's life and that you're always going to have things to deal with
1: yes and one thing i gotta say before we get out of here. I'll tell you this, by me working out hard and pushing myself, one thing that this helps me a lot with is my mental health. That's kind of like what I do now I train the mind, because I know the body's going to follow. But that's my, my thing. I used to train for the physical when I was younger. I, I mean, to get girls for, I don't know. I was a bouncer, so I wanted big muscles. You know, I like that look. You know what I mean? I wanted to stand out for being a normal human being. Yeah. So I trained for physical. Now it's mental. Yeah. I'm the opposite now, mental.
0: I do too. Majority, uh, I still do. I still do it for the aesthetics. I'm not going to lie, but that's that's a bonus. I've never done it for mental health until this year, and saved my life, literally saved my Mm -hmm. life this year. So for sure, that's really important. I'm going to leave you with a little reminder to please go on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review. Thank you guys so much for your support. Oh, and we will be back next week. A lot of people are on a podcast hiatus next week and i don't want to leave you guys with no new podcast i know all the podcasts i listen to are not doing a no, new podcast next week and it's i'm bothered by it oh. so i'm not going to do that to you guys we will have an episode on monday so we'll see you guys she on monday. said it we're going to hold merry, her accountable merry christmas merry christmas